Yo, welcome to episode 123 of Just Another Knicks Fan. Yeah, y'all heard that shit, man. This ain't no fucking Arkham, Asi- Arkham Asylum shit, bro. No joking around, bro. But um, A. Wiggins wasting no time. Fucking up my, my parlay dog. Over under was 13 and a half points. And he scores 15 in the first half. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck was that, bro? It was so unnecessary, bro. Um, the feeling I'd be having before I put in his parlays be like, yeah, swish, bro. But, I mean, the Mavs lost anyways. But any fun I had, I was going to have, or any investment I had towards that game, mentally, physically, whatever, emotional, uh, financially, which is out. Once he made that shot, I didn't really care, bro. You know what I'm saying? My man's Luca. Face look like you finished fighting a cat or some shit. Put my boy through some shit over there, boy. But, um, yeah, the Warriors, they, I mean, yo, defending, not defending, but, you know, NBA champs, pedigree, all that shit. Um, I don't expect the Mavs to play that bad in game two. I actually expect them to win game two at this point because, um, couldn't play worse than that. Um, they missed a lot of open shots. Uh, to begin the game, and I think that has a trickling effect when when your team can't make open shots, teammates not making open shots, it just you know everybody gets tighter after that. You know, mentally, um, gave the Warriors a lot of momentum. You know, you missing, they making it's a miss or make league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's what it was. You know, that's a momentum's a real thing. So, and the Warriors just like I said, bro, they it looked easy for them out there. But um, Pat Bev, yo, in two days, he really came through on some Miley Cyrus like a wrecking ball because um, caused a lot of mayhem, like the Allstate dude. And uh, one thing I could say is I I, I don't think we would uh, expect or we should expect Pat Bev in a State Farm commercial anytime soon uh, based on the things that he's been saying and spewing and how he's been feeling. I think he could kiss those State Farm commercial opportunities goodbye. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he is in the State Farm commercial. Uh, they they could definitely... I've seen people with worser situations. I don't know if worser is a word, but... Um, and those kind of worser... Uh, I guess worser predicaments, you know, uh, hash it out. So I wouldn't be surprised to hash it out at some point. And I think it would be a good look for both of them. Um, we have another DG calling out. Um, another person with the last name Green um, calling out Pat Beverly. I'm all surprised it was Danny Green. Uh, and also a three-time champion or four times. I might be four. Yeah, it was Raptors. Yeah, bubble ring. Yeah. Two with the Spurs. Yeah, man got four chips, bro. Danny Green. Yeah. Yo, crazy shit, though. Danny Green broke his leg. Not broke his leg. My bad. Towards ACL. Um, B fell on his shit, bro. I was fucked up. I know it wasn't in the tent, but uh, B was on his converse four, seven times. Get up eight bullshit. Um, you know, B gave it his all, but he had to fall on Danny Green's leg. So, most likely, he probably out for next season. I don't know what his contract situation is, but... Really, bro. But, like I said, I don't know his contract situation. 
But he let Pat Bev know that he too is a cone because he called Chris Paul a cone. And in the middle of all this, I, I think Luka Doncic probably feeling like that dude right now. Like, yeah, bro, um, I I'm, I make everybody look like a cone. That's was probably what it is because the game looks so easy for dude. Um, and you, you put in six feet tall people on him. But then Pat Bev clapped back. He was like, yo, on his 28 possessions this year, uh, Luka didn't score on him at all. Obviously, I would like to see all these possessions. But that is a solid clap back. And then he also posted that um, um, he has a second people shoot. The, uh, he has a second lowest uh, field goal percentage of people shooting when he's the closest defender or some shit. And number one is Giannis. So he, he, you know, he's posting his side of the story. And you know, a lot of people, I just find it interesting when uh, a lot of people came with Chris Paul defense, man. Like, I mean, Chris Paul is Chris Paul. I mean, people were coming to to Westbrook's defense as well, but it it was a different kind of way. It was more like that's what's the Westbrook, bro. Like, yeah, I, I, I come on, like I know, like like we know what Westbrook did. Uh, we what he's done throughout his career and. Uh, Bradley Beal, a lot of players like, oh man, y'all can't be saying that because that was more of a fan. I guess it's because of the fans. It was a bit different, right? Um, fans was like, yo man, Westbrook not the same, and players were like, yo y'all y'all don't even know about Westbrook. Y'all even like, oh we do, bro. We we, oh, we do, bro. Trust us, trust us, man. We we watch basketball. We're not just saying that because oh, just to say it. And then um. I thought it would have been a more of a similar approach, you know, like, yo, chill, bro, you can't be saying that shit about Chris Paul. But then, like, everybody, you know, said they peace, like uh, Matt Barnes said what he had to say. Matt Barnes, obviously, but Barnes and Nobles, if you know where that's from, you know where that's from. Tube Steak, YouTube video, one of the funnier videos that I've seen in my lifetime, scarred the way. I see the word Barnes, like Barnes and Nobles. He called it Barnes and Nobles. And that's why I said Matt Barnes. It's not because I'm trying to disrespect Matt Barnes. I, um, but he let Pat Bev know, or at least announced it, that that wasn't the right thing to do or say. And then um, he, no, he mentioned that, yo, I'm a role player. You're a role player. Play a role player, basically, type thing. And then. Daniel Green caught wind of this and was like, yo, who 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 is Pat Bev to be talking like this? And then it really comes down to who is anybody, bro? Like who can't talk about this shit, man? Cause um the fans, yo, we never played a game in the NBA, so we can't qualify to talk about it. yo, you're not even in the NBA, bro. How many games you play? How many how many points you scored in the NBA, bro? And then then you got role players. Ton of role players that they're just role players. It's interesting, man. But uh, it is very interesting because uh, who could really talk shit, man? Boy, he deserves respect. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat Bev could be a bit more respectful, but with his animosity, there's animosity, man. What you gonna really do about that shit, man? Like the Matt Barnes. Defense, like there's animosity there, bro. Like it is what it is, man. Um, the certain players just got it out for each other, man. So, um, I'm pretty sure Matt Barnes felt 
away towards somebody, he will let them know. Uh, same thing with like uh, Jamon Green. He called out Perks earlier. I didn't really get why he did all that. But he called them out and then they addressed their shit. Uh, but I, I don't think if you're a role player or... Yeah, if you're a role player, man, I don't really give a fuck if you got rings or not, bro. Like, yo, Draymond Green could talk because he got three rings. And Draymond, uh, Danny Green could talk because he got three rings. So I see what's going on here. If you got the initials, DG, your last name is Green, and you got three rings, those are qualifications. Yo, you could talk your shit. But it's weird. Like, you, so that means Charles Barkley can't. Like, it's weird. Like, the way uh, Matt Barnes got a ring. He does, but he doesn't really care for that ring, not because he doesn't care for it, but he felt like he didn't contribute much to it. So all this ring shit, yo, if, if you, I mean, I sort of like this this sort of thing, bro. Like, whatever Pat Bev did, I know, like, my, my, my right-hand mans, my other mans, he's like, yo, bro, I ain't with all this Chris Paul slant. I feel you, bro, but I just like how Pat Bev turns shit up, you know, like... I think we all know Chris Paul's a great player, bro. I don't think he deserves all this slander. But, yeah, why does he get all this slander anyways, bro? Devin Booker's supposed to be the best player on this team, right? Everyone was saying, yo, he's the MVP candidate. Uh, Draymond Green was like, yo, Devin Booker should be the MVP. Y'all don't really understand. So, I don't really know, bro. If, if Draymond Green said that Devin Booker should get MVP, so it... Not everybody knows everything, apparently. So why isn't Devin Booker getting slander? We don't know. Uh, Chris Paul is 37. Recently turned 37, obviously. Um, I've, it's weird. Like, this is like, it was age was showing because his birthday was, like, in the middle of that Mavs series. Uh, caught up to him or whatever, but... Dog, he did what he could do. At some point, Chris Paul was supposed to play off Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Some shit just just didn't, I don't know, but the book that was on you, bro. You was supposed to somehow make you didn't really show up in game six. I took the under on you, bro. That shit worked, so it was really good, bro. So the book, no one talk about the book. Everybody worried about the Chris Paul drama, like everything. The book really escaped everything if you really think about it, because Pat Bev took all the heat. What if this all of this was? Orchestrated by Pat Bev. So D-Book don't get no smoke. He doesn't get no issues or any uh, bad verbiage from the media. What if that was Pat Bev's whole plan? Because he cool with D-Book. Um, I'll say no. I'm going to say no because he don't like Chris Paul at all. So uh, I think that's what led to D-Book uh, escaping a lot of like media... Bad media coverage. It's because Pat Beth said, I'm taking this into my own hands. I'm making this. He made it about Chris Paul. But I feel like the media should have done a better job of, of bringing to the attention of, of Devin Booker. Yes, we talked about A.N. feeling like he uh, deserves more minutes. He deserves more touches or whatever. But at the end of the day, that's supposed to make that shit work, man. Chris Paul, he he's probably the engine, but... No, Devin Booker had to put the foot on the gas and all that other similar, similarly metaphor vibes, you know. But 
And Chris Paul slander, I do feel like it's a OD at the it's the age of thirty seven. Uh Pat Bev, like it's weird, like yo, he did yo Chris Paul they bust past Pat Bev's ass last year, so I don't really get it. But at the same time, there's animosity there, but I like the fact that there's animosity there, he's showing it. Uh he gave Chris Paul his props as well, like yo, he's a Hall of Famer. But he's letting it be known, like, yo, you don't got to always be on this buddy-buddy shit. I think it definitely makes shit entertaining. Um, obviously, if, if certain people are not going to like what they hear, and and it is what it is. But I, I definitely found this shit entertaining for the last couple of days. Bad Bev turned shit up. Um, call out Paul George. He didn't really call out Paul George. I'll say he put Paul George on the spot, too. But it'd be like that, bro. It do. But I appreciate, you know, Pat Beth turning up. It made Matt Barnes turn up. It made Danny. Danny Green was, I ain't, I, I ain't really expect that to happen. But, hey. Hey. I mean, it is what it is. But, like, Danny, like, like I said, if you want to go into this, then who am I to be talking about this, right? And who is Bill Simmons, right? Or who is any of these people, any person that covers sports to be saying anything? But it was just entertaining, man, to say the least. Uh, I feel like we should do that more often. Like, like if it's the Knicks in the playoffs and um, the Hawks are eliminated and the Knicks lose, like, in six games in the Eastern Conference Finals, I wouldn't mind having Trey Young analyze the Knicks. Like, yo, you motherfuckers suck. So you saw what Jay Barry did? Yeah, yeah, he missed three straight. You know what I'm saying? Like that should be funny, bro. That should be entertaining. What what we gonna say? Yo, Trey Young, you ain't even make the playoffs, dog. You got eliminated in the first round. It just makes good entertainment, bro. Like I should be lit. Like we should stop doing that more often, man. Um, the Hawks was in the playoffs this year. The Hawks was in the playing, the playoffs playing. Fuck that Hawks. Oh, yeah, they got smoked by the heat, bro. They should have had fucking Julius Randle and the TNT fucking presser um, inside the NBA talking mad shit about Trey. Like, yo, fuck Trey Young, man. You can't do it. You can't. What happened to busted our ass last year? What happened now, bro? Like, what's good with you, bro? What happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, they should have fun, bro. Everybody want to be like this whole fake lovey-dovey world which doesn't really exist. I mean, it does, but... Not everybody's lovey-dovey is what I'm trying to say. So let's stop this whole fake lovey-dovey shit, bro. I ain't with all that lovey-dovey shit, bro. But um, I did master the What's My Name Hook song by Fabio Foreign. And there was two other artists on the track as well. They did their thing as well. So I mastered that hook. I'm proud of myself. You know... Putting it another parlay tonight, keeping it very simple. Um, I involve more hockey into this one. And um, that's just what it is. And I'm still closely watching Jalen Brunson. Uh, it was great to watch Frank Nilekina in that Phoenix series against the Suns, obviously. You know, he put in work, he showed his defensive prowess. And um, he struggled yesterday offensively. That's the worries. But I feel like, you know, if he could just be a consistent three-point shooter, 
Uh, consist like that's really all you gotta do, man. Make your threes and play. Be three and D guy. He could really become that. Like he's like twenty something years old, bro. Like twenty one, twenty two. Not young. Like oh, you got you could be a solid three and D dude, bro. He could be that. So there's always gonna be a role for him in the league. Just because of the fact that he could play defense. But once he could develop that three point shot, he's gonna have a permanent role in this league. And I'm sure after that he could he could be a solid role player, bro, in this NBA. And um I wish him the best even though he's not on the Knicks anymore. And that would be great, man. And obviously the game was out of reach, but it's good to see Trey Burke on the court once in a while. It's been a hot minute. So Yeah, I had to chill a little bit for my boy Trey Burks, man. Uh, he was back in there. Tim Hardaway still hurt. Hopefully, you know, he comes back. Uh, smooth, smooth recoveries. Or health is wealth, and and see what he he's capable of. And we'll see what happens, man. Like if the Mavs advance, and Jalen Brunson's kicking ass, he's gonna get that hundred million. That's a fact. So, but if he doesn't bust as much ass and he lose, he might not. I don't know. But um, I've been thinking about the Knicks, man, and with the roster that we have and what could potentially happen with it, man. Like, uh, I'm going I'm to give a full detail breakdown uh, of what I think the Knicks should do, what's realistic, what's not realistic, and we're going to do that. This is episode 123, though. Y'all be good. And um, let's go Rangers, man. Let's go fucking Rangers. We down 0-1. It's all good. Ain't no time to panic. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. So, the Celtics game versus the Heat. Got the ass bust in the third quarter, which basically sealed the game for the Heat. And after the game was over, oh, probably the next day, Tyler Harrell. I mean, it's not even crazy that he said, but I just found it interesting that he said the Celtics are going to come out desperate. That's usually a team that's on the brink of elimination. Like, dog is 0-1, and it's not as if they lost game one. Celtics didn't lose game one at home. They lost game one on the road. I don't think there's any panic that or desperation. Desperation would come if they lost the first two games on the road, and then they lost game three. I mean, there might be desperation in game three to make sure they don't go down all three, but game two, no desperation, bro. They're going to come out and play their game, which is today. They're going to just come out and play their game, bro. Um, Jimmy Butler ran a muck. Pow, pow. Um, fucking Celtics kept turning the ball over. That was a big deal. Like, in the first six minutes of the game of the third quarter, he took 11 shots. Celtics only had like three shots. So uh, he's not going to score much. We only get three shots off in six in six minutes. And I have a lot of ball turnovers. Today's game, I expect it to be much closer. And I got the C's winning. And um, Jalen Brown, what's up with your free throws, bro? I'm surprised that's happening to you, bro. But, um... Let's go. Let's go. Seize tonight, bro. Go Celtics. Um, yo, the Heat have a 
we also have a rivalry with the Heat as Knicks fans. I was also part of the Knicks versus Heat rivalry uh, more than the Knicks versus Celtics rivalry. And plus, a Knicks last playoff series win was against the Celtics. So, I don't mind the Celtics being the Heat, bro. And like I said, Tatum, my guy. So, let's go Tatum. Let's go Seas, bro. So, 123, just another Knicks fan. Pow, pow.